only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hello. You have entered a state of urgency with national activist Mary Pat Hector and Fuji. Robbing, stealing, extorting, killing. This generation has to raise up the kind. 
protect the innocent, the honest, the modest. So I don't want to say stop the violence, but I will say stop murdering over nonsense. Wars overseas, gang banging in our streets. We under siege. It's time for some peace. We plant the seeds, but we kill the bush before they trees. Want to see my boy become a man? I'm begging, please. The violence is affecting us. Not protecting us. The biggest form of disrespecting us and neglecting us. And you blame it on the music, but then play this. And see how many kids is going to say this.
Welcome to State of Urgency with Mary Beth Hector of the National Action Network Youth Move. So we have two callers on the line. Hello, everyone. Hello, Ms. Jacqueline. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, we also have a caller from the 347. Hello? Hi. Hi. Is this Dia? Yes. All right. Okay, Mary Pedge, you're going to start us off? You have Dio Carlos. He's 10-year-old um, from New York. Well, hi, how are you? Good. Well, I'm happy that you're on the phone. Um, I'm not sure if I can talk about what I wanted to talk about, Ms. Jacqueline, but um, I'm not sure if you've seen the commercials for a new reality TV show called The Sisterhood. Have you? The no. Sisterhood? The Sisterhood. No. Um, you think it's local or national? Because I haven't seen it's, it. It's national. And what's really frustrating is every time I hear about a reality TV show or every time I go somewhere, you know, out of state, a lot of people say, well, yeah, we watched this show from Atlanta, um, you know, that hip-hop show, we watch. Um, the Housewives of Atlanta, and now they have a new show called The Sisterhood, um, which is Pastor's Wives, Miss Jacqueline, and oh. it's just horrible. Yeah, it, it's just horrible, and it just portrays women so badly, and I wonder, you know, no wonder why Susan Rice and other women like her, Condoleezza Rice, are being disrespected and, and treated unfairly, and women are not respected because that's, What's showing on TV, that's what they see as by the housewives and other shows that demean women. And I watched that show, and I just thought about those hundreds of kids. They're going to see that show called The Sisterhood on TLC and aren't going to attend church. That just won't go to church anymore because they already think that people in the church are hypocrites and they, they lie and they steal and they cheat too. And now this is giving kids another reason not to go to church. I mean, just to see what they talk about and what they do and, you know, the conversations that they have on camera, it's just ridiculous. And it's another, it also, too, may, it may dictate behavior. Sometimes people emulate. Um, just we're going to step back a little bit, okay, so we can all get caught up. First, okay. Dia, um, I want you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. I saw that you um, tell us about your goal, and then after you do that, we're going to come back and ask you your opinion as a ten-year-old female. What is your opinion about the reality shows and how women are viewed? But first, you know, let us know who's Dia Carlos. Um, hi, I'm ten years old. And I'm from I'm from PS197 in Harlem, located on 125th, 135th Street. Sorry. Um, I want to be a Supreme Court judge. Okay, so you have to explain to us because Mary Pat, she's out of Atlanta. And, um, like, you may have seen Mary Pat on TV on the McDonald Awards, McDonald 365. Have you seen those awards? Yes. 
Mary Pat received one of them. If you ever saw the commercial about a 14-year-old who who is working with young people, that's who Mary Pat is. So you're going to have to explain, because she's in Atlanta, I'm in Philadelphia, so explain to us what is PS7 in Harlem. Tell us how that's a special school. Wait, can you repeat yourself? Your school that you attend, can you explain to us how that's a special school? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a special school. Does everyone go to that school? Or do some people go to the school? It's not a specialized school. Like, it just has a class with special people in it, but not specifically special. Do um, do, um are people there do, I mean, are, do you have, um, okay. Well, we, uh, what we'll do, we'll, we'll look it up online. And, um, to find out a little bit more to see if there's something unique about your school. So what made you want to be a Supreme Court justice? Um, what made me want to be a Supreme Court ju- a judge because I want to aim for better pro- reform programs for inmates. Also, I want to try to get less harsher prison time for criminals. And... I want to ensure all people are treated fairly in in or out of prison. The last one is I want to work on better resources to put to better service inside of jail. Okay. Is this something that you get help with at school? My mom can. Your mom helps you? Yes. Oh, okay. So what got you so in, interested in prison reform? Um, my mother. Oh, your mother? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's a great goal. What do you feel, Mary Pat? It really is. I might need you one day. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Um, are there other young people around you that also inspire you, um, Dia? No. Not really. Yeah, not really. Uh, well, you just met one today, Mary Pat. She's 14. She's only 14 years old, and she's receiving awards. She flies around the country. She talks to youth. She gets young people to um, do, make up their own chapters of youth moves so young people can help empower their own communities, young people just like you. And the amazing thing about Nadia is I started at the age of nine and a half years old. So it's not, you know, that far away from the age that you are now. And that really just, and I love to talk to little girls just like you because that, I just want to inspire you and other girls like you 
and tell my story to younger girls to let them know that there's nothing that they cannot do. There is nothing that you cannot do. No matter what people say about you, no matter how old you are, you can change the world now. So, Dia, what do you think about the um, reality TV shows? Have you ever seen any of them? Yes. Do you or what do you think about them? How do you think the women are 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 viewed? Have you ever seen like the Housewives of Atlanta? Sometimes I think they make fools of themselves. Do you think that's how women act that you know? Do women you no. know act like that? Okay. No. Yeah. So, um, that's the one thing I want to share with both of you. Um, We're at a specific time. Like, things happen for a reason, and we're at a time right now that you guys get to change that story. You know, it's really not hard to get a reality television series, but you'll see that certain channels show certain things. But there are a lot of channels out there that are looking to show positive things. So you actually get the opportunity to write your own story. And I'll admit, the day before Thanksgiving, I mean, I've been working on things that I've, like, have been tripled or quadrupled want to make a move. Because the day before Thanksgiving, someone sent me... Um, an email and ask me to vote for them. It's uh, on a mixtape contest. You know, it's hip hop, and Chrisette Michelle is hosting it. And I was like, okay, well, Chrisette Michelle, you know, she's a good artist, you know, positive image. And I list, uh, the woman actually been sending it to me a few times. I finally went there and listened to it. And it was just bad. It, I wouldn't want Chrisette Michelle to host a mixtape that had that. It really wasn't saying anything. It wasn't well done. And I know so many female artists that are very good. So I actually entered an artist that I knew had a good piece and just did it. The artist didn't ask me. The artist, you know, just networks with me. But I just felt like, you know, something better had to be represented. Where um, when we look at the major music stars, they don't, their content, they don't have anything of quality to say, major black stars. But you can see a Justin Bieber, you can do a, um, what's the other young lady name? She just came out red. Um, Taylor Swift, you know, all of these people have wonderful music, and they have a diversity of content. And it's like never nearly as negative as what comes out with ours. You know, even, you know, Jay-Z has, doesn't have all that much to even say in his. And um, the way to represent it is like why are all our major stars, what they have to say is either barely anything of value to nothing of value. 
But yet, you see these other major stars, they're putting out songs like that all the time, become great hits, classics, even rock classics. A lot of them, the content is so much better. But we actually do hear other things. So you guys are the one who are the ones who have the power to say no. I won't listen to it. I don't like it. I won't buy it. Don't buy it for me to influence your friends. Why are you listening to that? Or even better yet, give them something else to listen to, to say, hey, check this out, you know, and to start influencing people to um, hear and watch and do other things. And uh, Mary Pat's real good with that. She'll probably, I'm pretty sure that's probably going to be the next topic of her blog. <laughs> Is it Mary Pat? Um, about the women? Yeah, about or the about women on reality music. shows. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> or just the way but women, women are too. I just think that a lot of times people um, make it about race. And it's always a race issue. But they never talk about the sex issue. You know, women are treated unfairly. When I think, look back and I watched the Lincoln movie, one thing that was not true was that the women could be inside of the room while they voted. Um, and a lot of people don't know that. They didn't, they weren't that respected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so yeah. now that you have women like um, Condoleezza Rice and Susan Johnson Rice, they're not being, you know, they will. Back then, um, Condoleezza Rice was not respected. She had a lot to go through when people were talking about her, and now Susan Johnson Rice. And then you look at the women on TV shows. Women are not respected, and it seems like we're not respecting ourselves while watching, you know, what, what we see on TV. And that's a Yeah, flaw. and in music. I, yes. I have been so surprised. The hip-hop music I listen to from a lot of female hip-hop artists are um, those people are, um, the women, are they, honestly, they're singing about, of course, money, bling, bling, sex, getting high, and then the real gangster ones about who they're going to kill. This is 98% of hip-hop that I hear from female hip-hop artists. And this is because this is what they think they have to say or do to get by. So um, it's really, it's it's really, you know, it's really rough out there. But at the same time, there are so many women, not just young people like you, just so many women that are doing a, a lot of other things. So we really have to put that up in front. You know, like Black Girl Rocks is so super popular because people are just tired of those really negative shows. And Black Girl Rocks, and you know Beverly's been doing it for a long time. They, um, she's been doing it for a long time. They, um, they, um, have... You know, since the award show has come on and it's like lit like fire because it's basically that feeling, yeah, this is what black girls are like. This is how we look. This is how we behave, you know, as more people can relate to that. Now, we have another caller on the line, so I'm going to bring on the other caller, and you can speak with them, Mary Pat. Hello? 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 Hello?
Carla from the 414? Uh, yes, it's Nyayla Idari. Um, I'm the Midwest Music Director, and I heard you guys talking about women and, and the media and how they're portraying negative images, especially in hip-hop music, and I feel that they do feel like they need to do that in order to get record deals or sales or people to buy their records because that's how the industry is treating them. Like, I watched a documentary on Tina, and she said she felt like she had to get her hair done and she had to always be fighting and she always had to have both her skin showing because that's what people like. And in order for us to stop that or to stop stop that from being the main product, I need to stop supporting that image. It's like, hey, I'll listen to you even when you don't do this. Okay. And so, um, reintroduce yourself again. Oh, my name is Naila Idari from Milwaukee. She's a, yeah, she's a middle, she's our mid east regional director for East Moon. Oh. Okay, all right. Well, what do you think about all of this, D, um, um, Dia? Okay. <laughs> well, uh, Mary Petty, carry on. Um, yeah, but th- that was just an issue that that really surprised me. And then, did you see the Lincoln movie? Did any of you all see the Lincoln movie? No, I haven't seen it yet. No, that movie was literally worth three hours of my life. When I watched it, one, there was so much good in the movie. And then at the same time, you had to ask yourself and just really think about it. Because um, during the movie, it made it seem like the war that was going on at that time was to free slavery, when in fact that was not the reason, you know, why the war was going on, but that's what it, they made it seem like. And they also Yeah, I, I wondered, how much did it talk about Sojourner Truth? It didn't talk, and then that's another thing that Reverend Sharpton was saying, is they didn't talk about Sojourner Truth. You didn't even see Frederick Douglass in the movie. It made it seem as if um, the 13th Amendment was just to free slaves when we know that it was because, you know, the Confederacy. You know, the Confederacy. Um, and they really they talked about the Confederacy, but they made it seem as if it was more, you know, to free the slaves. And I really do appreciate him for that. But the movie was really, really good, um, I think. It, it, it shows what kind of person Abraham Lincoln was. He was a comedian. He was hilarious. I, I got to learn that about him. He was just hilarious. Yeah, but funny. it didn't show his relationship with Sojourner Truth. Because that yeah, was so really significant. Um, Sojourner Truth, really, she agitated, and she was a confidant. He met with her a couple times. It was kind of behind the scenes, but she would um, go from the north to south. You know, she kind of helped agitate the war. But... um because she was, you know, for the women's suffrage movement and for um, to end slavery. He actually had met her and saw her speak and actually had her come, you know, and, and he um, consulted with her about, you know, about the issue of slavery. So I was just curious as to if they would um, have added that on. No. Okay. No. But when I when I talked about the movie, a lot of people were telling me that, you know, people really, you know, being in this life and, and, and being um, an activist, um, you get to meet a lot of people that have their opinions, uh, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. 
but they like to show you and give you their opinions, which can be kind of controversial if you have your own. Um, mm-hmm. And I was talking about the the Lincoln movie, and I was talking about how, how good Abraham Lincoln was, but a lot of people were telling me, you know, he freed the slaves for his own personal reason because of the Confederacy. If you take away the people's slaves, then they have no money. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was it was a political move. Yeah, it was much more of a political move than an altruistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then at the same time, you, you had to see, like, at the same time, you thought, okay, well, does he really care? And, and I think that he, he was really genuine. I think that he does understand that slavery was wrong, just like a lot of the other people did, but they just didn't want to vote. You know, to, to end slavery, they thought it was absurd. The movie yeah. was really made it seem as if it was just about slavery instead of the Confederacy. Even though they talked about the Confederacy, you would think that the whole war between the Confederacy was just to end slavery. It was really, it was really, um, it was really weird. But then I thought to myself, what would people do if those states now did? Exceed from the union. What would happen? Well, you know they still talk about that's they still every since the Civil War, they've always been talking about seceding from the union. So that talk has never went away. You know that if you notice on a presidential election, all the states that Romney won in were definitely would have been considered fed, um Confederate states. Now, some of them were Midwestern states that weren't developed at that time, but all the ones that were around, all of those were Confederate states. Um, there's a, you know, you know, while we are so far in one direction, sometimes we can be just as far back, if not further, in the other direction. Like, I, I think you even saw a comment on a post someone made of a picture that talked about there are more um there are more people um black people in jail right now than there was um people as slaves um around eighteen hundreds so um you know it, you know it's a back and forth there's you know it's generational it's kind of hard you know the country was built this way. So, you know, some attitudes, whether intentional or not intentional, are kind of hard to change. And yeah, so, um, hmm. But now, you see, with the Confederacy, does that have anything to do with slavery or racism? Hmm. Does the Confederacy, what I'm asking, well, I'm asking a question, I guess, to get educated. Does that have anything to do with racism exactly? Oh yeah, the Confederacy. Well, like, they, they, they like so basically they just want slaves again. Well, not yeah, yeah, racism. but it's yeah, it's all about racism. First of all, you know this whole country was built off of you know slavery. Yes. And as a slave, and it's these still things are part of the Constitution. We were considered three fifths of a man, not an entire human being. We were property. We were sold. This allowed them to produce labor and everything at um not produce labor but produce products and services at a lower rate because they weren't paying for labor. 
So what happens is it's not just racism, it's wealth. Um, honestly, the, the, the color really is green, but it's a whole issue of wealth. And um, so now when you ended slavery, what happens is the cost for me to produce my product and services now is way more because now I have to pay laborers that I didn't have to pay before. Yeah, I you know, prison. You see now, when I think about, like, racism, it's more of my generation who just doesn't care if you're black or you're white. And the people who do care, parents are the ones who, you know, are racist. But now in my generation, thank God, kids are starting really not to care. But, you know, those diehard racists um, are the ones who, you know, they, they get it from their parents. So I just don't think the law of slavery is going to be an issue now. I think class, you know, class, which class you're in, are, are going to be the ones who who raises, you know, the upper class, the middle class, the lower class. You know, class. classism has become a bigger issue, but racism is still, I mean, it's ingrained. It's how the country was built. Everything is not outwardly intentional, but just like in the town where I live in Philadelphia, we have several Ivy League schools. The students come, they will come in, I mean, a hard, hard black neighborhood, but the school is built around, and they will walk around, and they have an attitude of, you know, the attitude is like, you know, so, you know, they just think they automatically have a right, and they have an automatic attitude to that, you know. They don't have an automatic courtesy. They don't automatically think you know, that we're worthy of same treatment. They don't automatically respect our neighborhoods. One of the worst things is when a college comes in into your neighborhood, because, I mean, all the white kids are going to come down in your neighborhood looking for drugs. They're going to attract drug traffic, and they're big for that. Now, you're fighting to clean up your neighborhood and all, and then all of a sudden here they come in looking for drugs. When they sell guns, they come into our neighborhood selling guns. You know, they purposely, you know, target our neighborhoods. But I'm I'm not going to get on that point. But what I'm saying, like, those are things aren't intentional. Most of those students aren't intentionally, but they just think black neighborhood, there are drugs around here. And they don't think how they're disrespecting us and our homes and where we live by attracting drug dealers. They don't think of that. They just consider if we're black, then we got drugs around and it's okay. And, you know, and those are like the unintentional things, and these are the things that they pick up. And then when you look at the negative hip-hop, um, students over in Japan had stated on, on HBCU Connect, and that would be something good for both you, Dia, or you young ladies to join and get a profile on HBCU Connect. Dot com, but it's a place where you know it's a lot. You get college students, you can hear about, they actually interact and see what's going on. But um, students over in Japan, going to school in Japan, when that um, in West Virginia, when they first had the school had the raid where the guy had killed people, had went off and killed people. Um, an Asian student said, um, a Japanese student said, "Wow, um, I would have thought that was black folk." Now, we know typically that's not a typical thing of black people to, 
you know, just go off and start shooting people. But that's how they viewed. And then I asked her, in your dorm, what kind of music are, are um, people listening to? What kind of hip-hop? And it's the most negative. So, I mean, you, you know, when you're consistently perpetrating specific imaging, and this is, you know, and these things have gone on from generation to generation, even unintentionally some people um, are prejudiced unintentionally. It's not your fault. It's just, again, this country started as us as three-fifths of a human being. So we're still trying to convince people that we're human, and not just other people. We have to convince ourselves. You know, you have to, like, people, you know, I can take you around certain people who think the Dr. Um, Huxtable, you know, the Cosby show, that was all fake. No real people live like that, and no real black people like that. Um, you know, you got an Oprah and the president and everybody, you know, like, yeah, they know they don't, they ain't really like that. Or either they're trying to be like something else. You know, they, um, our views of ourselves. And then that's why you do have people come on those reality shows that think their behavior and everything is okay. The woman, they just did Life After on TV One with the woman who did New York, you know, New York who was on um, Flavor Flav, Flavor Love, and then she had her own show. Mm-hmm. They, she, made, she made a comment while she was speaking, and this is Life After, which means she's 30 plus plus. And she's talking about, y'all, they always talk about how black women viewed on reality shows. Well, y'all watching them. So in other words, she's saying because people watching the behavior is okay. Another woman posted a blogger because Nene Leakes was on the cover of Ebony, which yes, brought up Ebony a big. Yes, that I was in. I was in that yes. particular issue. Wow. Now that brought up a big uproar in the black community. And this um, blogger stated, I don't see what the big deal is. It's supposed to be money, power, money, and power. She has money, and she got power. And I stated, you know, I don't know necessarily if it's so bad NeNe Leaks being on a cover, but the look of the cover I thought was very poor taste, but that was Ebony's decision. They they decided to cover. And then I said, but I'm going to be honest, being loud and obnoxious doesn't equal respect. So you can't be mad because she's not getting respect when she's not behaving as if she's respectful. Having money and all does not equate to respect. So just because she has money and she's on TV and has, quote, unquote, some power, it's not going to get her respect by respectable people and those who, you know, deem, you know, certain things are respectable behavior because her behavior is not respectable. So, um, you know, but that's the dilemma. Some people feel because it's on TV, it's okay. If they make enough money and they have enough viewers, then it can't be that bad. And that's why I'm begging of you, all of you young people, to start, really speaking up and demanding what type of things that you want. Seek out their quality webisodes. There are things. Seek them out. Show them. You know, know, not just say that this isn't good, 
but show an example of what is good because a lot of people just don't see it. You know, I'm blessed because I, you know, hang around a spoken word scene, so I'm blessed to come in contact with those things. But until I did, um, you know, in my early 20s, no, I wasn't hanging around those things. I wasn't, I didn't know all of those places and things existed. So it really was until after I started working for a theater that I started hanging out in those scenes. So, you know, everyone's not exposed, so I'm hoping you guys will help expose more. Well, Ms. Jacqueline, quite actually, um, a friend of mine named Charlotte, who goes to Clark Atlanta, um, who who was with me every single day, um, we knew that Ayla was coming in January, we were trying to figure out, well, like, what can we do to bring attention to, you know, what we're doing? And Charlotte thought that we should have a reality TV show, but that, that scares me because I don't want people to kind of view me or view them as what they see on TV, and I guess we wouldn't because we're minors, you know what I'm saying, and there's certain procedures, but what if the producers, well, you know, that's what I'm afraid of because, unfortunately, you know, we have brands and we want to be something in life. And, you know, we think that we probably will get a lot of viewers. You know, will. And let me tell you how how reality shows are all scripted. It's very rare that you can go on and just do straight reality. It's all scripted, and it's then it's edited. So it's still a decided view. So you can still do a scripted reality show. Well, you know, and and if you want, if you guys, I'll teach you. Uh, I'll teach you how to write your um your synopsis up. You got to do a synopsis, and you got to break it down a certain way. But it's all scripted. You know, you have to have guidelines. It has to have a purpose, and it has to have a way to go. So, uh, and you know, and their levels since reality shows became, and then they had um what they call scripted dramas, or um, there are various levels. So if you fall between reality and a scripted show, because reality shows are all scripted. They take a purposeful glance, and then and then they're edited, because most of them aren't filmed live. So, yeah. you know, once you edit, that's a choice of what direction and all I want to take. So the issue becomes, then, you know, demand for creative rights, you know, if we sell a show, demand for creative rights and the direction, you know, what I would just say is go ahead, do the show, draft it. But if you want, you know, don't do an MTV, don't do a VH1 because they they they, they run by Shock TV. So they're not really trying to find out the best elements. But Oprah picked up um, Sweetie Pie show. Yeah. They never asked her. She happened to see it, and they got a call. Uh, we TV, there are certain ones that do better lifetimes. You know, so there are definitely, you know, channels. And if you started as a webisode with the following, then um, you can leverage that. So that's really all in a negotiation, uh, and it's about creative control. And, and those things you put in and, and you register it, all of those things. So it's very doable. So don't think you have to be, you know, hung into that. 
Um, you don't have to be put into that box or square. And there are um, there are shows right like I could get you on a live stream show that also people can wa- they'll be able to watch it over their Google TV. You know, people that can hook up TV to their computer they will also be able to watch it on all of those channels. And then they have um, old shows that they pick up and show as well. It's um, web TV, but I know I could get you on there. So there are definitely a lot of options, especially with the position that you have, Mary Pat. So the thing is just to really write it up to get it registered. And then once it's written up and registered, then you can start shopping it around and um, you would actually tape your pilot. You know, you get a camera and try to, you know, tape a few episodes, but once you write it up and register it, which is like copywriting it, then you can go around and talk to people about getting you help. So then you guys could come together with a fundraiser to raise up, you know, enough money to get, you know, a couple good camera people to do, you know, to do a pilot. And if you have it with a pilot, um, you can really um, get eyes on it quick. So okay. it's very doable, and you have you have control. We have another caller from the four eight four. I think this is Mr. Fuji. Fuji. Yes. Hello. Hey. Fuji. Hey, hey, you need to speak yes. up a little bit. Hi. Sorry, I was listening, uh-huh. but um, I'm sorry, I was, I was doing my homework. Okay. Well, Mary Pat, this is your new co-host out of. What do you say? You out of Brooklyn? Yeah. Yeah, he's out of Brooklyn, and he comes to Philly as well. So what is your take as a young black male? You're 18-year-old black male. He just voted his first presidential election and his first um, voting election. So what is your take on reality TV and how women are viewed, well, I think how women are portrayed? I think reality TV within itself is um, obviously that it's scripted. But I think it's more on a level where, like, like I think, I think it's to the point where, where people um see things, like I'm not saying like, I, the people who write the shows, like when when it comes to the the, the minority female group, they just make them seem like like the outcasts or like the the brute type. For example, you, like um, the like like called the real world, huh? This real world. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> this is a show called The Real World. It's usually mm-hmm. um, a whole bunch of um, majorities and like maybe one minority out of every, out of every fifty characters. And um, they usually make the black or person act real crazy, but everybody else is just calm and, and relaxed. Like I feel like I feel like reality shows are usually just biased as the people who actually will pay the money to buy it. Okay. So, um, so what we're gonna do? Cause we've stopped streaming live, but we're still on. Um, we did drop um, one caller, and one caller came back on. So what I want you guys to do, real quick, we're gonna do the review. And as we review, it's three songs, 
And Fuji, I, I want to bring up your song. I just got to find the name of your song. Sometimes, you guys, when you send stuff over, you got to make sure that the actual track is labeled. Because, you know, when it goes into when it goes into a file with a, a lot of different other ones, sometimes it can be hard to find. But um, so what we're going to do is three pieces. Um, we're going to do one is Yes, We Can, and that's by a young group. Unfortunately, the guy that sent it over, again, is real good, but I don't know who to give credit to. <laughs> I don't know the actual people on the track. Um, the guy that was representing them sent it, but the track's not labeled. And when it gets mixed in with everything else, I can't tell. The other one is Triumph by Jonathan E. Mile. I don't know if you guys know him, but he's a, a independent artist out of Canada. And he battled cancer. He's a cancer survivor. And since he survived, he just really felt he went on this mission about, you know, he just wants his music to be positive and love and, you know, because he was just grateful to be alive. He's a young man in his early 20s, and he does really well. Um, last time I interviewed him, he was opening up for um, a major hip-hop artist over in Vegas. And then the other one we're going to do is Running. We were supposed to do that last time. Now, Running, um, this is about a young lady, Intelligence, and she's the one I entered into the hip-hop mixtape contest. So um, I'm going to add some things over some links in the chat room. So um, as I do this, what I want you guys to do, each reintroduce yourself um, Mary Pat, the next show we're going to just go over your book. She's written okay. a book, and you can still tell us the name of the book and what it's about. But what I want to do is go over your book, and um, we want to. Um, but I want to have a decided link, so I'm going to work with you on that, so that after we say, you know, talk about the book, I want people to be able to know how to access it. Okay. Okay. So. Um, Mary Pat, just reintroduce yourself for any people that's just coming in if they missed in earlier. Okay. Um, my name is Mary Pat Hector. I'm 15 years old. Um, I'm a motivational speaker, playwright, and author. And a lot of people know me as the National Youth Director for the wonderful Reverend Al Sharpton's organization, National Action Network. Um, I'm the National Youth Director of Youth Move. Um, and I founded my own organization at the age of nine and a half years old, um, entitled Youth in Action. All right. And what's the name of your new book? Um, my new book is entitled Thinking Out Loud, but my original book is called Easy Street Ain't So Easy. Okay. All right. And then also you are a columnist for Global Grind, correct? Global globalgrind.com, right? Yes, I am a columnist for globalgrind.com. You're right. So she's in there. So next, and I I'm, I'm apologize. I'm going to write your name down this time. Guys, you know, just just attribute it to my head. I'm I'm old. <laughs> but from the 414, the regional director. Uh, Naela Idari. Naela Idari. Okay, yes. Naila Idari. Okay. okay. So go ahead, Naila. Tell us a little bit about you again. 
Um, I'm the Midwest Youth Director of National Action Network Youth Move. And what we really focused on in our chapter was voting and getting people to the polls and registering the people to vote starting in May, early June, because we had an election, so we got on buses, got people to register to vote on buses. Okay, you registered, you got a ride, picking you up from a van. And we did that up until the election. So our next move is to take on violence, more particularly in Chicago, because that's nearest to our area, and it's really dear from my heart. Like, everybody here, they have somebody related to them, and it's the fact that kids in Chicago are at war. Like, you don't know if you're next, but so many people close to you are dying. So we're really trying to figure out how to do that, going there, talking to victims and even people, like, that have contributed to the violence. Why? Mm -hmm. What can we do to stop this? So... About me. No, no, this is great. This is great. This is the show. This is the National Action Network You Show. This is for you guys to talk. And just go ahead, um, Fuji. Um, okay. I'm Fuji from Brooklyn. I'm an activist. I'm a follower of the Black Panther. I believe in um, equal rights for everybody. I'm an artist. Uh, I just got the mixtape called Road to Riches. It expresses um, both my ideas and pretty much my reason to upbring it and how I feel about certain things. Um, I guess that's really it. Like, okay. So we're going to start on running. And so I guess with the review, um, I'm going to um, start with you, Naila. I'm going to start, I'm going to go with Naila. Then we're going to go with Fuji, and then we're going to end with you, Mary Pat. So I'm going to go to song. You guys review. We'll go to the next song. We're going to do running. Yes, we can, and we're going to end with triumph. Okay. Everybody watching and waiting for my reaction. My sister embrace 
this is a disaster. What happened to my family yesterday? I was chasing after the American dream, but now I'm racing. Tell me what my fate is. Tell me what's the case. Do I get a choice or do you leave me speculating? Do I even get a safe way? Let me get this straight. I was born from my home to be placed with foreign faces. Home is what's better for me. Here is what I say. Taken from my mind, no pop, no weight. The evolution of the system, the American way. But I survived and realized that life is what you make it. I am what I was never supposed to achieve. From the windy to the west, I rose to believe. Told you for my country, I chose to take the lead. And now I'm everything you never thought that I could ever be. I am what I was never supposed to achieve. From the windy to the west, I rose to believe. Soldier for my country, I chose to take the lead And now I'm everything you never thought that I could ever be Fools out the fools, up and with no rules Lost in the city when the breeze so cool Sister by my side to help still confused Kids so cruel cause they blinded from the truth Ashamed to show my face, I didn't settle to surround this A clip of who I was, not a thug but I was drowning Disoriented, realized and I was pounding Up against the storm and the flight so astounding I was marked for my age, quickly I expounded Developed a demeanor that would determine my outcome Fought for my last name, here is what I'm founded Tried to hold me down, but they couldn't keep me grounded So I high above, started writing and rebounding Releasing all the pain, rebirth, I started sounding All on the struggles and the hustles of my childhood This is how I met hip-hop forever bonded I am what I was never supposed to achieve From the windy to the west, I rose to believe Soldier for my country, I chose to take the lead And now I'm everything you never thought that I could ever be I am what I was never supposed to achieve From the windy to the west, I rose to believe Soldier for my country, I chose to take the lead And now I'm everything you never thought that I could ever be Start the review. Okay. Um, I feel like that that's really deep. This girl that she's a victim of to society standards, racism, people doubting her. But no matter what, like all those problems, she's making it. She's made it. She's what nobody ever thought that she could be. That she could do it. And I, don't know, I really felt it. It kind of felt like. Most of our stories, like, people don't think young black kids care about this thing because they probably think we contribute to the violence or contribute to the music that's being bad or contribute to reality shows and behave in that manner, contribute to not getting good grades, but we do and we prosper, and no matter what you thought that we should be, we aren't. No, we're not what you think we should be. We're doing what we want to do. You see she's from Chicago, right? Did you notice that from the windy to the west? Yeah. Yeah, she's from Chicago now living in Vegas. Fuji? Oh, let me go back to Naila. Um, okay, before you dissect the song, Naila, um, what's your opinion of it just as a piece? I mean, like, is this a piece you would listen to? Would you play it? Would you share it? Would you rock to it? Um, I think I will listen to it. I would share it to other people like me, but I feel like it's really hard to a mainstream audience. 
I think that you, you could play it in Chicago, you could play it in Detroit, you could play it where people really like we feel it. You know, like a Midwestern like urban area, we get it, we know what she's talking about. Okay. Now, what I don't want you guys, because remember you say anything is possible, so I don't want you to kind of think where people are. Because just think about yourself. If you're fed up and you would listen to it, maybe someone else out there like you. And, you know, and everything has its audience. Everything is not for everyone, but everything has its audience. And mind you, she's she's doing her career over in Vegas, in Las Vegas. So, um, But there are people all over the world. Um, that's not. It's not just about race, because there are a lot of people of all shades and colors who've been put down, who've been told you ain't gonna never be nothing. Um, you know, that also you know connects with those people. People been told you're not not gonna ever be anything. Um, like the guy on the Voice right now, he just he he won. He, he's in the top four. But he, um, his fifth grade teacher told him you would never be nothing. And he was so nervous. And, they, you know, one thing is trying to get up his esteem. But um, there are a lot of people out there, like, kind of, of all races and colors. But definitely coming out of Chicago, like you stated, things that are going on there, you can probably imagine a battle. But she may not, uh, you know, you'll know. Maybe, you know, her parents weren't that supportive. And I know Mary Pat has connected us with people like that, young people who are, you know, battling stuff, you know, things from in the home. But, Fuji, go ahead. First, let us know what you think about it as a, you know, as a musical piece, because that's kind of the point of reviewing this positive music. I want you guys to identify music that you feel that you like enough that you're willing to share. Because I'm have people start coming to you. Hey, I got a piece. I I want to run it by you guys. Go ahead, Fuji. <clears throat> I feel like on um, the song by um, Intelligent Music, like overall, it's a good piece because like it not only expresses who she is as an individual, but also expresses ideas of others who's already been through that situation or currently in that situation doesn't know how to deal with it. So overall, okay. like, I'll bump it this time. Like, I know she, um, I know Miss Intelligence had hit me up and told oh. me to vote for her thing, and I did because I thought it was a good piece. Like, I felt like, I feel like as if this, this strong, like, you should really get on the radio and, like, be read and be um, represented. Okay. And I'm going to share the link. That's a free download, too. You can download that for free. So, um, so far as musically, you think as far as production, is it okay since you're another artist from your viewpoint? It's a good piece. Like it's not, it's not, it's not bad at all. Like production okay. value, aside. Okay. Mary Pat. Yes, ma'am. Your point, your view, your your review. <laughs> Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I just really thought that this was a really strong piece, and um, I'm, I'm truly moved. Uh, when I when I heard it, the song, it just really made me think about how many people's stories she was telling. Like when I was listening to you talk about, you know, where she's from, and you know, every, and listening to her say what she's been through, I think she was not just speaking from her perspective or from where she's from, but other kids. And I think that other young ladies like her will take that and say, well, if she could do it, so can I. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that that's the truth because this is a young woman in hip hop. She's married. She's been she's in been in the service. She served the country, and you know she's went through things in life. So she is just you know typically would you you know you wouldn't. Um, she's definitely not your typical or what they represent as a female hip hop artist. So um, the next one we're going over is Yes We Can, and these are by some great young guys. I'm not sure who they are, but let's check it out. Say yes we can. 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 Say yes we can Say yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I won't ever stop, yeah, yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I won't ever stop, yeah, yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I won't ever stop, yeah, yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on my message here today is a positive one So open up your ears, come on, let's have fun We came to celebrate our God and the things he's done Young people, don't you know your battle's already won So fear the fire in your feet, cause it's time to run And look to the heavens, the new day has just begun And say, yes we can, don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I won't ever stop, yeah, yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I won't ever stop, yeah, yes we can don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can, I will never stop. In today's society, we're tough to get the bling bling, but don't forget the message of Jesus Christ, the King who told us to come together, lift our voice and sing, and to keep on moving no matter how bad it seems. And now that I know that I'm part of the team, no I won't stop because I have a dream, I'll say, yes we can, don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can, I will never stop, yeah, yes we can. Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I will never stop, yeah, yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I will never stop Sometimes life is hard, I know it feels like a test Between school and work, ah, these pressures I confess And even now, homie can't take the stress So throw your hands in the air, give God the mess Bring your A game, always do your best Leave everything to God, he'll do the rest And say, yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I won't ever stop, yeah, yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I won't ever stop, yeah, yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I won't ever stop You can become anything you desire But you gotta keep moving Even if you get tired, get your education Keep your head in the books Cause I want you to know it's not about your love Become doctors, lawyers, the highest office in the land In the words of President Obama said, yes we can Come on, yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I won't ever stop, yeah, yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can I won't ever stop, yeah, yes we can Don't you ever stop, come on, yes we can Now we've established the fact that you can do it so go out there and do it. And if you need some encouragement, well, here I am. Matter of fact, repeat after me. Here we go. Say, yes, we can. Don't you ever stop now? Yes, we can. Don't you ever stop now? Yeah, yes, we can. I will never stop now. Yes, we can. I will never stop now. Yeah, yes, we can. Don't you ever stop now? Yes, we can. Stop now. Yes, we can. I'm gonna have to do it. 
just start the review. What do you think as far as musically and content? Um, I think it's really good for his age. I don't know, it sounds really good to me, but like he's saying that he's moving forward, he's pushing forward. It sounds like a really like progressive song and like the other girl that was on the phone, Dia, I think it's like a really good song, kinda like for her, like like they're not stopping, they're young, we're gonna continue. So that's what I think. Yeah. All right. Fuji? And, like, I feel like he should go harder than that. Like, it's a Jesus song. You got to go harder than that to Jesus. But like, his message was still there, so it's like a balance. Okay. It would be considered, like, probably gospel rap um, as far as a category. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Pat? Um, yes. You know, Jacqueline, anything we yes, yes, we can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is a good song with me. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I I agree with what she was saying and um I just like the chorus, you know, yes we can. It it just speaks values. Yeah. So, um this is kinda of showing it's just like it's a diversity of things, diversity of people out there producing and um you know, like somebody just sent this to me. <laughs> So um, we're going to close this out with Jonathan Emile. You know, he's actually a producer and recording um, independent artist, and this piece is called Triumph.
trail. I rock to the weight of the world, cause I feel deep drill. Blood spills, dollar bills, still fulfilling my will when I build. Trying to get a meal and I'm fly with that quill. Jonathan a meal from a salad mount real. Brothers hang loose on the news, they don't feel till They can't cope and they next get broke by the rope. We bring hope to the rope, bring back to the rope. They dope when I float, you can quote, but it's broke cause I meant what I wrote. Don't get slept on or crept on, stepped on and keep strong through all this oppression. We right here, we fight on what goes on, rotting our war song.
So this is just to show this music is all around, but it's going to take our voices, you know, to bring them, you know, to the forefront. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be mainstream. If it's underground, but everybody's listening to the underground or listening to it somewhere else, that's okay. It's a lot of successful artists that are independent artists that are not necessarily on mainstream radio. But, you know, there are other forms of radio, Internet, college, just, but um, it takes each individual. So you don't have to wait for what the industry is going to tell you what's good music because the music industry is about control. That's why, you know, even for an artist, um, it's always about controlling. They want to control the image, the message, so that they can control the pocketbook. You know, it's a specific move to dumb down our youth. As long as you keep it simple, dumb down, you know, because behind the music becomes this sale, sales of this, sales of that. You see all the revenue streams that are behind it. So, and they feel that you can't put nothing out there too deep because, I mean, they actually make statements. If someone was to school you on how to make a hit, you keep a simple course, nothing too deep. It has to be something easy so that young people can repeat it. It's all targeted, too, toward people, like young people, like 10, like 10 to 13 is where most of the music is targeted, too. And they said it has to be something easy, repeat, that can easily repeat Nothing too, you know, deep, and this is part of the formula of making a so-called hit. So, but at the end of the chain are the fans. They're the ones who buy the music. So, at the end, you have control. That's what I want to demonstrate with the positive music review. So I'd just like to close the show out with you have 30 seconds in the whole world listening, and we're going to go in the same order so that we're closing out with Mary Pat. You have 30 seconds in the whole world listening. What would you like to say? Is anyone still on? Yes. Okay, we're going in the same um, same same order. Okay, sorry, I thought you said Mary Pat thing. No, um, I heard it ended. Okay, okay um, about 30 seconds. Turn up, and not turn up as in how many things turn up, like turn up, tune in, um, inspire, and believe in the youth. Yeah, okay. Fuji? Well, um, I would more likely say, like, when people throw dirt in your name, enjoy it, because eventually the rose will grow. <laughs> okay. Mary Pat? Um, you know, um, I learned that sometimes, you know, when you grow as a person and, and when you start to... um not necessarily become well-known, but become well-known. And, and people start to, you know, recognize you. Um, and, and the work that you do, it's going to be a little lonely sometimes. But then you'll meet people like Charlotte and you'll meet people like Naira to kind of remind you, like, you're not alone and you actually do have friends. Although, you know, they might be in Milwaukee or they might be, like, 30 minutes away, you might have to get in the car and go, you know, see them and you have to wait to meet them. You know, there are people 
who actually care about you and who are behind you 100%. So don't give up and don't be discouraged. Continue to do what you're doing and always reach for the stars. All right. Well, that's it. So just tune in um, and... um Every well, we're on every first Tuesday of the month, so tune in next time. You know, everybody share the show, and we expect an even bigger crowd next time. So thank you all. It's been a state of urgency. Remember that we are in a state of urgency, meaning you need to act now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.